as we continue to have an emphasis on the book of Daniel here, um, I think the book of Daniel has something to say to us today and, and has something to say to us uh, a little bit on, on, on how God really works in our lives today to teach us how to go against the flow or teach us how to deal with the fires in our lives. And, 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 and I've just got three quick things I'm going to say this morning. One of them is, in my opinion, is better than the other two. But, but I think it's important for us to know that if we're going to have to go through, go against the flow, and we're going to have to deal with the Grammys and all that kind of stuff that went on, and, and we're going to have to deal with that the rest of our lives, how do we go against that flow? How do we, how do we go through the, the, the fiery mess that the world is going to throw at us in a hundred different ways. Daniel chapter 3, please excuse the longer scripture reading than I like. Let me tell you this whole story. Some of you know it. Some of you have taught it. In Sunday school, you've taught it to your kids. But let's go through it. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to King Nebuchadnezzar. As King Nebuchadnezzar heard that they weren't bound down to the idol, and he summoned the three Hebrew children to him, and that'd be late teens, young adults. And King Nebuchadnezzar, they told King Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it. And he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. And verse 18 says, but even if he does not, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar was furious with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and his attitude toward them changed. He ordered the furnace heat heated seven times hotter than usual and commanded some of the strongest soldiers in his army to tie up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and throw them into the blazing furnace. So these men wearing their robes, trousers, turbans, and other clothes were bound and thrown into the blazing furnace. Verse 22, the king's command was so urgent and the fire, excuse me, and the furnace was so hot that the flames of the fire killed the soldiers who took up uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and these three men firmly tied fell into the blazing furnace. Verse 24, then King Nebuchadnezzar leaped to his feet in amazement and asked his advisors, weren't there three men that we tied up and threw into the fire? They replied, certainly, your majesty. And he said, look, I see four men walking around in the fire, unbound, unharmed, and the fourth looks like the son of God's. Looks like a son of the gods. Now, that's, that's, that's the best way to remember the story because it's biblical and true. But I remember the story in my house. My parents bought something that's really kind of archaic. It was called an album. <laughs> it was this big, wide... You, have you ever seen an album? You have. It was this big wide disc like that and it had two sides on it and you put a needle down on it and you went around and around and it made music and the music that I heard in our house that my dad bought went like this it said um, the prophet Daniel tells about three men who walked of God Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego before the wicked king they stood and the king commanded them bound and thrown in the fiery furnace that day. But the fire was so hot that the men were slain who forced them on their way. 
With three were cast in, and the king rose up to witness this awful fate. He began to tremble at what he saw, and with astonished tones he spake. Did we not cast three men bound into the midst of that fire? Though I see four men unhurt, unbound and walking down there. Whether Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and the fiery coals they trod, but the form of the fourth man that I see is like the Son of God. Now that was Statler Brothers. I know y'all don't know who the Statler Brothers are. I used to play in our house. I'm 64 years old, and I haven't listened to that song for a long, long time, and it's still in my head. Moms and dads, grandmas and grandpas, don't ever doubt what you stick in kids' heads musically that can stay there for a long time. How long has it been since I've recited those words? And it's still there. (laughs) And a famous, maybe the most famous passage in Daniel chapter 3 is in verse 16 through 18 where it says this again. King Nebuchadnezzar said, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it. and And he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. And then verse 18 starts, but even if he does not. But even if he does not. Friends, can I tell you that to go through the fires, to go against the flow, you need a kind of faith that's an even if he does not kind of faith. You know what I mean? Even if he does not do as I ask him to do, I will not bow down to your gods. Even if he does not bring my wife back, even if he does not bring my husband back, even if he does not bring my wayward kids back. There has to be some non-negotiables in your life. There has to be some things that are priorities in your life. And for the three Hebrew children that we see here, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, it was even their life. Even if he does not but they testified in faith that they believed that God would rescue us. But even if he does not. So I came here this morning to challenge you a little bit. On, 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 do you have an even if he does not kind of faith? That, that, that puts Jesus at the very, very top. Even if he does not not I've told you before that Sue's relationship with God is more important than her relationship with me and my relationship with God is more important Lord God I hope it's more important it's easy to say that isn't it because I only know the only way Sue and I have a relationship we should if that God is first in our life that's the only way we'll have a relationship I don't talk about this very often and because I'm not proud of it. Three-fourths of you know about it in here. And, and I just don't bring it up because I don't see any sense. But part of the sin that God forgave my life was an unbiblical divorce when I came to Christ. 
I'm not proud of that. Divorce was my fault. God saved me during the midst of all of that. Horribly embarrassed about that and don't bring it up very often and don't like to talk about it. But I want to testify to you that when my first wife left me, about two months later, she kind of came back. And I, and I told her, I said, you know, and, I, and, and by the time that she left and the time she came back, I got saved radically. And so she wanted to come back, and I looked at her, I hope I did this, I hope I did this graciously, I really do. And I said, you know, I think that is, that, that would really be great, but I will not do it at the expense of my faith. I will not have you back if it's at the expense of my Christian faith. And that was kind of a, even if he does not kind of moment for me. Now, she didn't understand that. She, she was a little Catholic girl, and she didn't understand that. That was pretty radical. So the next day, she changed her mind. Because Mark is involved in some kind of cult now or something, I guess. And But even if he does not, <laughs> and for you to go through the fire that you're inevitably going to go through, for you to be able to go through the, excuse me, for you to be able to go against the flow, that this even if he does not moment needs to happen before, and that commitment has to happen before you go through that fire. Because let me tell you something, when you're in the middle of the fire and the emotion of the fire, you won't be able to make the decision. There's somewhere you gotta, you, gotta, you gotta lay down a stake, there's somewhere you gotta nail it and get it nailed down, there's somewhere you gotta get it settled. You gotta get it settled before the fire. But, but before, because you, you, you just can't be swimming with the flow and all of a sudden turn around. It just don't happen. It just don't happen. You've got you to drive a stake in the ground somewhere and be able to say, even if he does not. Even if he does not. But let me tell you, friends, that'll get you through the fire. That'll help you swim against the tide. Has that moment happened to you? I don't think it happens at salvation. I really don't. When, when you get saved, I, don't, I, I think you've got to walk with the Lord a little while and, and realize how sinful sin really is and how hard the flow of the world is going against you. And I think there's a, a certain secondness that has to happen. That you drive a stake in the ground and you say, even if he does not, this is the first priority in my life. Even if my wife doesn't come back, even if the kids never straighten up, even if 
There's got to be an even ifness to your faith, if you'll let me invent a phrase, for you to go through the fire in your life. Uh, I like this ver- verse in the book of Habakkuk. I've never preached on it. I ought to preach on it one day. 17 and 18 of Habakkuk. Though the fig tree does not bud, and though, though there are no grapes on the vine, though the olive crops fail and the fields produce no food, though there are no sheep in the pen and no cattle in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God my Savior. Talking to Dale Powell over here, Barb and Dale, Gina, Gina Seaver's parents. And operation he had this weekend was not successful. And not going to be able to relieve the problems that he's having in his face and jaw. It's, it's a long story. And uh, I went up after him. He says, uh, said, what you preach today? He said, it's right where I'm living today. Even if he does not heal me, even if he, if he does not do what I've prayed for, I will not bow down to your gods. <laughs> There's some of you in here know about this even ifness of our faith. It comes at a second time, a third time. It comes after you've grown the Lord a little bit. I hope you've had that. There's a reason. Maybe the reason is to remind me, but the reason I have on my Facebook page that I'm a Christian first, and a husband second, and a father third, and a pastor six. Oh God, I want that to be so true for me. I know it should be true. And I want it to be so true for me. Can I tell you in verse 19, the Bible says, Then Nebuchadnezzar was furious with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and his attitude toward them changed. And basically, he said, Heat that furnace seven times hotter than it's ever been before. In verse 20, he told his soldiers to tie him up. So there's no way they'll be able to get out and throw them into the furnace. And he did that. Verse 22 basically says that the fire was so hot the men got burned up that threw them in. Verse 23 said, <clears throat> excuse me, 24. No, go back to 24, please. Then King Nebuchadnezzar leaped to his feet in amazement and looked down. And he said, didn't I throw three men in there? And he basically says, I, I, I see four men. And one of them, the fourth, looks like a son of the gods. Can I tell you, in your fire, when you're going against the flow, can I tell you that God will join you in that fire? That God will be there with you in that fire. Don't, don't try to do as so many people have done here and try to figure out, well, who's this fourth man? Was he the pre-incarnate Christ? Was he an angel? Who, don't, you, you miss the point and you're getting diverted if you do that. The point is the presence of God was with them in the fire in some way, in a miraculous way, and they survived. 
and the presence of God will be with you in your fire. You folks that have said, even if. Even if. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 2. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. We have the promise of God that he will be with us. We'll be in the fire. We'll struggle with the difficult times. John 16, in this world, you will have trouble. But God is with us during all of that trouble. And it manifests right here. There was a fourth man in the fire. One of my favorite hymns of all time is the old hymn, How Firm a Foundation, because the words are so, so good. And the words say this, When through the deep waters I call thee to go, the rivers of sorrow shall not overflow. For I will be with you thy troubles to bless and sanctify to thee thy deepest distress. And listen, you, you got you to gotta walk through some tough times to write those words. You have to have a even if he does not type of faith. The rivers of sorrow shall not overflow. For I will be with thee, thy troubles to bless and sanctify to thee even thy deepest distress, even thy deepest trouble. We finish the story in verse 26. In verse 26, Nebuchadnezzar approached the opening of the furnace and shouted, Hey, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, come out. So Shadrach, and Abednego, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they came out of the fire. In verse 27 says, All of Nebuchadnezzar's royal advisors, they all gathered around. Can you imagine this scene? So here comes, here comes these three guys coming out of the fire. And can you imagine these 20, 30, 40? Can you imagine them all around sniffing them and see if they smell like smoke? And it, there was no smell of fire on them. Their robes were not scorched. Can you imagine that? Got to tell you something. When you go through your fire, your even if fire, God will be with you. And when you come out of that thing, he'll give you a testimony. He'll give you a testimony that will be able to be used in other people's lives who go through similar stuff. That you went through this. That you went through this. And they can go through it too. God will use your fire. God will use your fire. He'll use it to bless other people, to help other people, to deal with that, but also use it to grow and mature you. Because we do not grow and mature during easy times. We don't. If you're a weightlifter, you've got to break that muscle down before you build it back up. 
He'll use your fire, give you a testimony, and use it in your own life. And use it in your own life to grow you up to the man or woman God wants you to be. Remember that, that song? Uh, that How Firm a Foundation, I quoted that verse. Skip to that last verse that I have up here, please, Cheryl. There's another verse in that song. When through fiery trials thy pathway shall lie. I know these words are weird. I know they're weird. They're not cool for 2023. I know they aren't. But they're, 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 they're good words. When through fiery trials thy pathway shall lie, my grace all sufficient shall be thy supply. The flame shall not hurt thee. I only design, now here's some weird words, thy dross to consume and thy gold to refine. You know what dross is? Dross is, if, if, if you're melting down silver, there's some substance that comes off that silver that's useless, it's rubbish, it's junk. They call that dross. And you get nothing left but the pure silver. What, what, what's the writer say here? My only design is to get rid of that junk in your life. And that gold to refine, to make it as pure as it can possibly be and God loves us enough to allow us to go through some trials thy dross to consume and gold to refine it's good stuff it's good stuff I just came to tell you this morning something that I don't probably say enough there needs for you to go through difficult times there needs to be an even ifness to your faith there needs to be a second time there needs to be a third time a fourth time after you've gotten saved that you come and you get it nailed down you drive a stake in the ground you say this is it right here this far and I will budge no more no farther than this there have got to be some non-negotiables in your life there's got to be a line in the sand there's an even if ness to your faith if you're going to go through the trial and come out and have a testimony <laughs> I really believe it some of you could testify to that fire right now and some of you are going to go through it. Maybe in this year, maybe next. I don't know. Can I ask you, have you got it nailed down? Even if he does not. Our servers are coming to the table. There's power in the blood of Jesus Christ. There's power in the blood of Jesus Christ to allow us to go through whatever we have to go through in our lives. We remember that each and every Sunday by opening the altars, by opening the tables, by receiving the sacrament of communion. He went to the cross for us and there may be crosses that we'll have to endure. Just because we're Christians or there may be crosses we have to endure so our dross will be consumed 
and our gold will be refined. Father, take this simple little message. This story has been preached for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. Use it in a new and fresh way in all of our lives. Give us an even-ifness in our faith. In Jesus' name, amen.